Hey y'all, welcome to Let's Talk Life XL on Mixed Talk Radio, where we talk about life as it is. Today in the studio, Gabriel, Harrell, and I get into the Level Up series. Be great. Let's talk, y'all. All right. I'm going to have to get a intro. Like, before we get started, like, I don't know about y'all, so I'm going to get you sucker. Back in the end, he say every person need an intro, intro music. I'm going to have to get that, so the next time I'm going to be that. But how y'all doing? What's the deal? This is Gabriel Harrell. I'm glad to be here again. Like Miss Gamble said last time, we cut up. We cut up. I believe it was very well. We did very well, and it was real insightful. I'm a manhood development coach. I'm a photographer. I'm whatever needs to be in that moment. You know, so like to welcome, welcome. We talking about leveling up. Leveling up is a great thing. We're going to dive into it, you know, put out some serious points and have fun in the process. And I hope you all enjoy. Now, I have to be honest. The Level Up series was not one that came easy for me because if you are naturally like more of a humble person, maybe you're shy, you know, being great, it it requires a level of exposure, a level of being out in the front. And I'm going to be honest, a lot of people think that I'm I'm very outgoing and I am. But I really prefer being on the back end of things, like being in the background, putting people on, letting people be, you know, spotlight. Like, that's my whole thing. Like, that makes me excited, seeing somebody else on the stage. So coming up with the topic, I was like, you know what, though? Mm, if anything, 2020 showed me that I don't really have time to waste. Like, I mean, if it's something that I really want to do in order for me to be truly successful at it, I'm going to have to go ahead and just go ahead and be, be great. So when I proposed the topic to you, what was the first thing that came to your mind when it came to being great? Oh, being great. It's, it's a powerful word when you say be great. And in this day and time, it's like, man, being great, it forces me out of that comfort zone. And I'm like you. I, I was that. I was that great. I was the baddest background person ever. I was cool in the back, you know. Ooh, I didn't have to be the I didn't have to be the lead singer. But in that example, if as we see, if you're not the lead singer, you end up at Popeyes. You know, because <laughs> all great groups, that lead man, that lead woman leave, and the other people, they end up working at Popeyes or somewhere else because. They didn't want to be great. They just wanted to be good enough. And so when I saw the be great, it was like, ooh, you know, this was one of the things that I had issues with just pushing, my, pushing myself out there because I was great at helping you or you. But when it came to helping me, it was like, I would say, man, people ask me to do stuff and I'd be like, man, I could do anything, even if it's something that I've never done before. If you need it to be done, I'm going to figure out a way to do it. And I was confident in that. But then those same things that I did for everybody else, I was like, and I had to apply it to myself. It was like, can I really do that? Can I really do it? So, you know, I, I was great behind the scenes, but when, you know, put me on the forefront, it, it was kind of like a lot, a lot of hesitation. Yeah. And you're not the only one. And there are certain people that, you know, will just kind of linger in the background and not really put themselves out there. And then you wonder, like, why is my life not the way I want it to be? Why can I find like the true fulfillment of my life? We go and seek more temporary type 
fixes when really it's just, you know, life encouraging you like, hey, dude, I need you to really like step out. If you would just take a step, then you would you would find all of that joy you're looking for. And um, I like I like that you gave us the hoo hoo. You know, I got a little bit, you know, I don't, you you know, I don't be blessing folks it. with it all the time, but <clears throat> you know, I got a little bit that I can offer, but you know, my, I come from a musical family and, um, my parents, my mom sang lead and my dad played the trumpet and that's how they met in the band. And so when you gave that analogy, it just, you know, brought up a lot of my own personal life is like, you know, I've had parents who stood, you know, took that step to really step out there and be great. Now, throughout this whole conversation, you know, we're going to touch on a lot of different points because you might step out and be, try to be great and end up just being like, I, <laughs> have you ever had one of those situations where you was like, all right, Gabriel, we're going to be great today. And then you just ended up just like, I. Yeah. Um, uh... I've I've had is I've had instances like that where I was supposed to let me think of a direct example where you know you you pumped up you you've been moving you get put out there and it goes flat it was one I speak in church sometimes and you know when you in in church a lot of times you have those Apollo Showtime at the Apollo crowds who you really can't sing but you know you sing a gospel song and everybody singing to you because you can't boo Jesus. So, <laughs> you know. Wait a minute, hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I do not mean to interrupt. Good thing, you know, a great show host lets their guests finish the statement, but you don't boo Jesus? Like, <laughs> like who, who says that? You can't. That's what it is. That's why people got on there and sang gospel songs because you attribute booing the person singing the gospel song is booing Jesus. And you can't boo Jesus. But, you know, so maybe I had that same thing. So I was supposed to speak on, I forget what the topic was. And, you know, I, was, I had been moving. I, you know, started feeling myself a little bit. So I really wasn't prepared, but I figured I knew enough. So I got up there and you know what they did? They booed Jesus. <laughs> they did. They booed, they booed Jesus right off the stage. Right off the stage. It was one of those, you're speaking and you're thinking you're going in and you like, you know those points, because when you're writing stuff, you know those points that's going to get the applause, that's going to, the stingers, you know that. And I'm like, da-da-da-ba, and they were like. <laughs> and I was like, you know, <laughs> because you you relying on that, what they give you back to push you into the next one, because you know, I got them. I didn't have them at all. And you you bring up a good point when we rely on external influences to really push us to be great. Sometimes those external influences are not available. And I've I've definitely been there when I've started a company. I'm like, yes, this is this is going to skyrocket. I'm going to be that successful CEO. I'm going to be a millionaire. No, mm -mm. Didn't didn't work out, but it doesn't mean that just because it it the end goal didn't uh, you know uh, materialize the way I had intended doesn't mean that you know what I did wasn't impactful, right? So we have to really be mindful of how how much do we depend on external influences? I know one of them, and it gets a bad rap, but we're gonna bring it up is social media. 
have you seen the pitfalls of social media play when it comes to somebody being great? Oh my, social media. What can you say about social media? Social media is what I call a gift and a curse because it's good. Social media in itself is great. It's, it's what we do with it. And we bless it and we curse it at the same time because I know it's been many times, not just me, you, maybe other people who prepared to post something. You didn't spend time in it. You didn't rework it. You've deleted it 18,000 times. And then finally you come up with something and you like, this is it. This is that million dollar post. You hit upload, bloop, you let it go. You walk away from it. I don't know if you do this, but me, I'm like, you know, the watch probably never boils. So I say, you know what? I'm gonna put my phone down, put this down and I'm gonna walk away, do something for a little bit and come back. Cause I know this gonna do it. It's like a whole routine <laughs> with you. Yes. And I come back. It's like it tell you how the bad part about it is it tell you how long it was since you posted it. So it'd be, it'd be like fifty eight minutes, zero likes, and you're like, oh. uh. you go back the next day, two likes, and you're like, bet that's your mama and your sister, <laughs> and you're like, oh, and you just like, and you take that and you automatically attribute it to the fact of man, what I put out must not be good it must be horrible right it makes you feel bad because you literally put your all into this post and the social media folks they were not loving it at the moment so it's like you don't know what to do at that point but you can't let that stop you you have to it's easy to say you know what don't worry about that keep pushing keep pushing keep pushing but being the people that we are you see that and you're like, oh my God, maybe that wasn't good. Then you start thinking, am I supposed to be doing this? Should I do something else? What is it? And and if you're not sure about yourself and your own greatness, especially if you were that background person coming to the front for a second to get a little shine, you'll really be thinking, man, maybe I was supposed to be in the background. Maybe the forefront is not, you know, not my forte. And, you know, that, that can be very bad for us if we allow it to be. No, I totally relate. I have taken a selfie 20 times and you go back through and you pick that. I mean, it could be the slightest of the angle. They all pretty much, when we're really honest, they all look alike. They all look alike. But you scroll through, you pick the best one, you do what you need to do to it and post it. Or you're posting a business advertisement and you're like, yes. I, I, you know, I put a lot of thought into this product. I put a lot of thought into this uh, quote. Maybe it was a quote and you felt like you was just Gandhi that day. You was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to bless the world with this, with this one post. <laughs> and you come back and you bless one person with that one post, right? Yeah. And you get to, and I like that you bring up self-doubt because we doubt ourselves all the time and we don't really realize like the narrative that we're having with ourselves. Like, are we really encouraging ourselves or are we de depending again on those external influences? Are we depending on somebody else? Somebody else's reassurance, a like, a heart, a care button. Um, Cause it's a lot of people and we talked about it earlier today that just nosy. Or we talk about people that would just like it just to like it. So you you can't really assess your impact based on, you know, 
your reactions from social media. You could be blessing somebody and they don't even they like nothing that you do. They they don't put a single heart, a single thumbs up, a single comment, but they're on your page every day because you're giving them what they need for their season in their lives. So it's really easy to be like, man, this bitch was whack <laughs> or this post was not influential. But it really was. I mean, you really never know the impact of something that you post. You could save somebody from like suicide. I mean, it's we are that at that point in our culture where, like you say, social media in and of itself is a great thing. It's a great tool to reach someone that you wouldn't typically be able to reach, right? I can't just call up somebody in, in China because I don't know anybody in China to call up, right? But through the power of social media, I can connect not only with somebody in China, I can connect with somebody in Australia, I can connect with somebody all over the world. And it just increases my reach. Now, I love um, when you say coming from the back to the front. Now, I want to clear up something because I know somebody out there thinking like, oh, what's wrong with being in the background? We're not talking about literally being in the background because you could be great and be in the background. We're talking about being in the background of life where you're not stepping up to the platform to level up where you're not stepping up on the platform to really shine in all the gifts and talents that you're uncovering. So when you talk about leveling up, thinking big, how big should a person think? Before I answer the question, I want to speak on what you just said. I'm not saying anything against what you just said, speaking about the people to be clear. However, what I want to say in the plus one, which is 2021, Okay. I want us to step out of the space of victim. Yes. If, you, if not you, but if you, whoever listening, is taking things and making taking things personal, stop it. Most of the people, when you hear people on platforms, we don't know you. We're not thinking about you. We're not doing anything. We're just speaking about a general topic. So... People should not take things personally. What I found out is the things I take personally are the things that I need to take personally. That is me and my feelings being put out there, not the speaker. So when you say, when if you're speaking about health and people doing weight, now you're fat shaming. No, I'm not fat shaming. I'm saying that people need to be healthy. If I, we're speaking about background people and moving to the front, we're not saying that oh, you're a horrible person because you're in the background. We're saying that there are people who are in the background who should be in the forefront, however, but for some odd reason, they're having fear or something like that keeping them from. So I right. want us now to begin to listen. Listen, not just hear, because if you have ears, you hear things, but we want people to listen without emotion and just take what the speaker is saying and understand that if we find offense in the things that are being said, unless they're exclusively offensive, because you know when something is just outright offensive, then we know that there's something inside of me that I need to deal with. But I digress on that. But that was a good digression. I, I like that because we get so sen sensitive when it comes to the way we live our lives. And a lot of that, like you said, a lot of that sensitivity is because we know we could be doing better at the end of the day. If you're real sensitive in a particular area, that's a good place to say, you know what, boom, let me stop, let me slow down, and let me fully investigate why I'm taking this so personal. 
why that really touched me like that? Why it hit me so hard? I yeah. So I'm all with you. Twenty twenty one plus yes. one. In the plus one, we down with the victims. We are no longer victims. But speaking about the level up coming from the background is is a, is a thing. I believe we all begin in the background before you know what you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you're doing something. And if it's not your particular vision, if it's not your particular project, by nature, you're in the background because you're assisting someone else with their vision. So there comes a time when you're like, hmm, I'm doing this. I'm successful at doing this. But then you have a, it's an innate feeling that it's something else I could be doing. It's, it's, it's more. Or that same fulfillment that you had isn't there anymore you were good you were great and you still good at your job but yet you start thinking about you start cheating on your job <laughs> and as you know you good your job beautiful your job sexy you looking at her and you like yeah that job that's me and then another job walk by and you like hmm. <laughs> yeah. when that start happening then you know something is up side note this only applies to your job, not yes, your current yes. relationship. Let's, let's that go ahead and add to, that disclaimer. <laughs> I need to get that disclaimer. <laughs> if another man or woman walk by and you have a wife or a husband at the house, do not say, well, Gabe said that. Gabe did not tell you that. Gabe is talking about your vocation, your vocation, not your relation. You know, that's not, that's not what we're talking about. But, you know. So yeah, so when another thing comes by and you're looking at it and it's and it sparks your attention, you're like, ooh, yeah. that's letting you know that, man, it may be time for me to do something else. And many times it's basically you can be doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing, but you're just supposed to remove it from the umbrella that you're currently in and begin to make your own umbrella because whoever your dream you're building is basically helping you and empowering you to create your own dream and create your own vision. Because we all need that. We all need that training. When you apply for a job, many times they tell you, you don't have enough qualifications. You're not qualified for the job. And you realize, how do you get qualified for something if no one allows you to do it? Right. So that's when, you, that's when you jump on somebody else and you start, riding their way, building up your knowledge. If you don't have that, read books, do this. Start doing it on a small scale to where experience will be built, even if it's not under the umbrella for someone else, for you to attach yourself to someone else and then start doing it. But we have to be aware of that. And don't be afraid of it. Don't don't yeah. think that, oh man, something is wrong with me. I should be cool. I should be good. I should, I should be okay because it's a blessing. Yes, wherever you are right now, if it's taking care of your life, if it's, you know, your economic status is, is moving based on that, it is a blessing. But just because it's a blessing doesn't mean that there's something wrong with getting that feeling and that unction for us to do something greater than where we are. And that doesn't diminish the place that we are. Just because you're saying, I've outgrown this, is not to say that, oh, I'm better than you or you you know you trash to me now it's only saying that okay i have matured past this in my personal space which has nothing to do with you but personally i am moving in a different direction now you have raised me up as far as you can go 
now it's time for me to add, to regroup and to upgrade into something else. Yeah, man, that is exactly where I have found myself in life. And, um, you know, during that point, I'll be honest, I really struggled with um, the ego part of it. You know, I thought, oh, my God, if I have outgrown this place, um, I'm not being grateful. You know, you you attribute growth and gratefulness. And really, I've learned to say, well, if I'm grown, if I've grown in a season, then I'm grateful, period. It doesn't mean that I'm not grateful for where I was anymore. It just means that I'm I'm grateful for where I'm going, for who I've become, because a lot of having and doing we need to also focus on being. We want to have, you know, all the money. We want to have the family. We want to have the husband or the career. But we don't want to be the people that it takes to really bring about a healthy aspect to whatever partnership that is. Because like you say, your relationships and your vocation are two different things, right? But they're still relationships all, they're still intertwined. Right. So I have to be able to connect with you health in a healthy aspect if we form a business partnership, just like if I want to be a wife, then I have to be able to be united with someone and be a healthy person. So my perspective has to be healthy. Can I balance reality and my own narratives? Because, you know, the best of us, we have our own narratives. We perceive life as it happens through several different lenses. It could be the lens of the past. It could be lens of experience. It could be lens of disappointment or success. And we apply strategies based on however we perceive the situation. So if I feel like this situation is really causing me to step out, is challenging me, then I have a choice. Do I really accept the challenge and step up? Or do I stay, like you said, in the comfort zone? And I've done that because I was under false humility. I was like, mm, if if I really grow to this level, then um, that's just ego, Shantae. You know, that's not you being a good person. But then you look back and you say, no, if I'm not growing, then that's a, that's not good. So you have to be able to balance growth. And, um, you know, have a good mindset of, okay, I'm growing and this is a good thing. Um, When it comes to thinking big, it was a challenge. And I'll be honest, but I always say easier said than done. But if it's said, it could be done. I like that. I like that. Uh, Something that I learned is you have to be it before you actually live it out. You have, if you say that you're like me, if I say I am an encourager of men, if I say I'm a manhood development coach, I have to be that in my mind before I'm actually that in the natural. You have to, that's where faith comes in. When you see, call things that be not as though they were. Sometimes people just be flat out lying. That's not faith. <laughs> right? You lying. lying. Just taking advantage of the you, you just You just completely misquoted that and misappropriated it you, i've done it my friend or a lie and we've all done that you know I, i've lied you know i've been faked the funk before you know however <laughs> there comes a time where you literally are moving by faith and i believe that right. this is what i'm called to do who i'm called to be 
And eventually, once you become it in your mind, once you open your mind, this is what I want us to do. Let me sidetrack. Train your subconscious. We trade our con- we tend to train our conscious mind. And our conscious mind is just those things that we're thinking about. Thinking about food. I'm thinking about cars. I'm thinking about this. Your subconscious mind is that deep, deep space that really things that we soaking in and that attribute to our habits, that in- contribute right. to our thoughts and things. That is what it is. So we should all pray that God flushes our subconscious mind and begin to train our subconscious mind with things of greatness. Because if you are not great in your subconscious, you will not consciously think of yourself as great. So what I want us to do in the plus one is learn, gain knowledge. The reason why we don't think of ourselves as great is because you ever heard the thing trash in, garbage in, garbage out? Yeah. All day you uh looking at was I saw something on Netflix. You bling nation and you looping and you marveling, you housewife and you you doing all kinds of stuff. You on social media and this, you got into the clubhouses and you doing all that. And you're not and none of these things are feeding your purpose. None of these things are helping you or propelling you forward. And I'm not going to say that anything is innately just wrong with these things to right. watch. I'm not saying don't watch TV. I'm not saying any of that. However, I believe, was it Miles Monroe? I'm not sure who it was, but they were saying you could tell uh, the success of somebody by looking at their library. You don't have no books. You don't have anything. You just, you're lying. There's no faith in it. You are just flat out lying, faking the funk. If you just keep putting garbage in, you are training your subconscious to be a real housewife. You're training your consciousness to be a love in hip hop. You're training your consciousness to be whatever it is you're putting in and you're going to eventually start walking and acting those things out. So it, like you said earlier, it has to be a balance. You have to balance yourself. And people say that music and all this stuff don't influence you. The things don't influence you. Even the creators of this, you're like, we're not influencers. We're doing this. But I guarantee you, if what you, if what they were doing, if what they were putting out was not influencing you to do something, they would stop and they would begin to do something else. And we know it is because now on social media, we have people who are literally called influencers. Yes. (laughs) They pay people just to influence you. So watch out for that. No, I agree. And that's when I talk about the self-narrative. I believe that's what plays in our subconscious. We don't really realize it until we really stop and we focus on what we're actually thinking about. Because like you said, garbage in, garbage out. And when you said <laughs> love and hip hop, nothing wrong. You know, some people built for it. Right. And I just know I'm not built for that. Right. But it is entertaining and you have to catch yourself and you say, okay, what am I trying to do? Is this going to help me get to where I'm trying to go? And at one point I had to really kind of curtail some of the TV shows that I was watching and at what time of day I was watching them and certain things I wouldn't watch too late at night because they end up in my dreams because these things are being imprinted in your mind and you don't really realize it and then when you have that self-doubt or you have those discouraging thoughts you you really have to take account and say you know what let me stop it's been too busy you know i got noise coming from all directions i got even some mental noise going on 
and you have to really kind of dig and sift through that and then you have to be like you say aware and that's when we bring that self-narrative to your conscious to where when you have something playing in the background you can immediately identify it and say you know what nope stop there are times where i say shante stop <laughs> and i just tell myself stop because i'm going down a path and is some some of the old folks may say a rabbit hole right uh, what is, is i mean a rabbit rabbit holes are deep i don't know how the saying came but it's true mentally so you know to be able to really move forward you have to believe in what you want to do and then you have to become what it who it takes to really have what you want to have i mean it's like they like the song say it's levels to this and the first step is leveling up. And some people might get that misconstrued and be like, okay, leveling up is I'm jumping economic brackets. That's not leveling up. Because if you have the same mindset as when you were poor, then you're going to be poor in that, in that different bracket. If you say leveling up is I get the promotion. Well, if you haven't learned any skills when you were at the, at, in the lower position, we'll just say that by positioning itself right um if you haven't gained any knowledge or any skills that's really going to sustain you at that higher level then have you really leveled up so we really have to go into how we're thinking and thinking big is saying you know what i'm a background person but i'm not going to be a background person in my life i'm going to step to the platform and whatever life you know light life shines then i'm going to go for it so if it's uh, like you said earlier, Gabriel, I like what you said because I was I can relate. I am good with helping you be successful, putting you out there. But it was in my journey of you know being a businesswoman, it took several years for me to get to the platform because I was so um, bent on putting other people out there first, which is nothing wrong with that because I still feel my purpose is to teach and my assignment is to have a platform where we not only can I teach, but other people can teach as well. But when I am asked to step out, I don't have any problems with it. And that's what leveling up is. When you've been challenged by life, you go ahead and you accept it. I mean, don't go kicking and screaming because you're still going to go, but you're going to be kicking and screaming. Now, when it comes to focus and commitment, how important has being committed to a thing uh, been for you? Focus and commitment are two uh, of the greatest things you can do because you can be a part of something but not be committed to it. And let's say you do decide to step out. You also, as the leader of whatever it is you stepped out on, you have to also be aware of the people who are with you to see if they are committed to you or if they just hanging around. Because once you decide to step out, that means that you should have already had a focus. If, if you've stepped from the back to the front with no focus, you failed already because what did you step out to do? But once you decide to say, okay, <clears throat> I'm stepping out. Okay, I'm focused on, uh, I'm gonna use me as an example still, manhood development, that is my focus. So that is what I am. So I started building, you know, you start doing it. But if I'm not committed, which I wasn't in the beginning, 
I would, you know, I would, I would, uh, double dutch it. You know, I'm on the outside. I jump in for a little bit. I'm boom, 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 ha, ha, ha. And then I jump out. <laughs> and then I'm looking at the ropes of the world. I'm looking at the world still going, the issues still there. And when I felt like it, I jump back in, do my dance, you know, boom, boom, and jump back out. I'm not very committed. So the thing that I am building is more dangerous than had I not built it at all because mm-hmm. I've put the put the uh, th- hook in the water and I've started reeling people in. I'm pouring into people. Then I just stop. So it's like, what what are those people to do who I've already drawn out? I, that's like if you have a company and people are buying stuff and you just go out and you just decide to shut the business down and you had people depending on you. What are they now going to do? Because right. they were dependent on you. So you have to be committed to whatever it is you do. I remember on the last time I was on, we were talking about relationships. And I said that if you have a boyfriend and girlfriend, it's not a committed relationship. Y'all just really good friends. <laughs> you know, y'all are, what? how should I say? Like next level friendship, uh, whatever you, that, that's what we it is. We leveled up in our relationship. Yeah, you leveled up. We went from, you know, just, hey, kick it dapping friends to next level friendship to where, you know, we're friendlier than with each other than we are with other people. The only true commitment is marriage because I've put everything aside. I'm focused on you. And so once you step out into something, you have to do that. You have to be committed to it. You have to be like, okay, this is what I'm going to focus on. I'm going to plant the seed. I'm going to water it. I'm going to till the ground. I'm going to watch it grow. I'm going to prune. I'm going to do this. And in that commitment, it's a lot of ups and it's a lot of downs because like farmers, when they plant the seed, it's not going to grow tomorrow. They're going to have to prune. You're going to have to cut the weeds. You're going to have to prepare. You're going to have to invest. And then eventually a harvest is going to come. But if you don't commit to watching that thing grow, then it is not going to work for you. No, I agree. Um, People, you know, and I say people and I mean me too. There are certain things that you get so passionate about. Like you're like, okay, you accepted the challenge and you thinking big and you going for it. And then you put that step out there and you're expecting a different result than the result that shows up. So over time, I've had to learn that every step is impactful. Like every step is a part of the process. Every step is a part of the journey. Every step is um, in alignment with uh the next step and this is meaning if you are going in the right direction right with that all being assumed you know every step is important whether you get a big reaction out of life from it or just more something for you i mean some steps are personal growth steps so you may go out there and step out and do something and your first step might just be the fact that you took a step and being happy with that and really celebrating yourself for being able to go ahead and accept the call. I think we don't celebrate ourselves enough because we attribute that to having an overinflated ego. And I talked about that on the last show. But I feel like when we balance our ego between being humble and, you know, being, you know, uh, self-approved, so to say, when we're in the middle and we can give ourselves credit and be grateful at the same time, 
then that is a good space to operate in. And when it comes to being great, because being great is also going to challenge you to be bold. It's going to challenge you to try things you may have never tried before. And, you know, when you do that, it is scary. How have you overcome fear in, in your personal journey or how have you used it to um, advance to the next level? Because sometimes you may just have to use it. Yeah, we've all been in spaces where we were afraid and I have too, because my own background story, when you met me, <laughs> I was in the background. I was the background guy. When you met me, I met you already on platforms, already established. And I was just the dude who gave you the drop for the sign. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> That was me. Oh, that was a good job. I was like, <laughs> hey, everybody got songs and they coming up on songs. And I don't even have a song. I was like, hey, DJ, could you uh, could you play play my song for me? And you was like, yep, I got you. I got you. I remember like, yeah. we walked it out. So, <laughs> yeah, so that was me in the background. I had aspirations to speak. However, I was afraid. And I thought that what I was good at was this and that alone was doing the doing the sound, doing the music and whatnot. So that's what I did. Although while doing that, looking at you all on the stage, I was like, it was in awe and like, man, that is where I want to be. However, while I'm doing what I'm doing, I still had to be great at what I'm doing because just because we have dreams of doing whatever, at that moment, whatever you're doing, you should still do that well because the Bible tells you, you know, you have to be good in another man's and then God will give you your own. So I couldn't forsake the fact of what I was what I was doing and called to do in that moment to just say bump it and just go jump on stage because <laughs> that would have been out of order. And then I'd have lost the little that I did have. That wouldn't have been good. Right. So you want to I had to then go back on my own and say, OK, if this is truly what I want to do, I need to not be afraid and I have to step out. But before I stepped out, well, let me say, not before I stepped out, I just jumped out. And I told you all earlier, I thought I had what I didn't have. And I realized that once I jumped out there and I was like, oh, okay. This was the boo Jesus moment, yeah, right? And they, booed, and they booed Jesus. And Jesus, when I stepped off the stage, gave me the side eye, like, really? You know, and you don't want to get the side eye from Jesus either. You don't, you, that's not what you I, want. I've gotten the side eye. I've yeah. gotten the side out with the really Shantae, like for real. I, I I specifically told you not to do that. Yep. And we just do it anyway. So <laughs> what I didn't realize was I was not a preparer. I made it through high school and stuff just on charisma and speaking and you know and, and manipulation. That's that's how I made it. Well, just <laughs> tell know? it all. Tell the you truth. Know? That's what it is. You know, I did learn stuff, but me, one of the gifts I have, I can retain certain things that I don't have to necessarily put in study. I should study to broaden, but I didn't have to. The stuff that I needed, I knew how to key in and remember key points, or I could finesse. I knew how to finesse the teacher and stuff like that. So that's how I got, that's how I made it. So into my adult life, I just carried that on. So I really wasn't a preparer. I wasn't a note taker. I, I didn't do any of that. I just went by my retained knowledge and that can only get you so far because people are going to desire more of you. It's cool in the come up to go off of just what you know, but once you come up, people know what you knew. They want to know more. They want to go deeper. 
And if you don't have <clears throat> any deeper to give them, it is not going to go well with you. So I had to go back and I had to, okay, write the vision and make it plain. I had to start building. I had to start counting the cost because you, when the opportunity knocks, you don't want to tell opportunity, hold on, let me go back to the house and do something. No, when opportunity knocks, they want to come in right now. Right. I've learned in studying wealthy people, wealthy people really value their time. So if they give you the time, one, you should think that as a great opportunity because their time is mapped out from now till death. So when opportunity knocks, you have to already have your plan. You have to already have the seed cultivating. You have to have yeah. something to give them for them yeah. to pour into because seeking an opportunity says to the universe, says to God, says to people that you are ready to present me with something once it comes because you should not be looking for an opportunity if you don't have anything to give. Goes into relationships. Stop looking for a relationship if you yourself have nothing to offer the other person. Yeah. You know, you you have to have some sort of personal development. You have to have some, yeah. not just idea of what you want to do. You have to have, like you said, a blueprint. You have to have a business plan. You have to have something for someone else for you to pass the baton on to somebody else when you present. When you Have you ever watched Shark Tank? You show up with something. If yes. you do not show up with something, they will chew you up and spit you out. I heard them tell one dude, I want to buy your company, but I want to fire you. And I was like, Jesus. They were like, what you have is great, but you, yeah, you're not what we're looking for. Like, this is my company. How are you going to fire me? And, of course, he didn't give it to him because he, he realized right. that that would have been the first and last time. But that fear, we, we have to get out of the fear. We have to step forward and we have to be ready because we yeah. do not want to be replaced we do not want to be made ashamed we want to be ready yeah you said something and uh old lady old wise lady you know i i have always been blessed i think and when you look back in like the pattern of your life and the people that have been sent into it i've always had a mature older woman that has served as like a surrogate mom at every developmental stage in my life. I mean, it's so uncanny. I can go back and look at it. It's like, wow. But she used to always say, if you stay ready, you don't have to be, get ready. And I was like, eh, okay, but you know, how can I stay ready if I don't know what ready is? But like you said, it's really going deeper into what you already know. Cause some of us bank on already gained knowledge and we like, I know it. And then you get to that point where you think you know it all, but there are always things to learn. There are always deeper levels to, to attain or to reach. Um, but it takes a, a spirit of wanting to be ready. Like for one, you just got to want it. You know, a lot of us, we, we want it, but we don't want it. You know, when you, when you hit that bait, want it. You know, you know what I mean? You got to want it when it's not easy. You got to want it when you sweating. You got to want it when you crying. You got to want it when it hurt or it disappoints you or it fails. And I, y'all, he say, don't, don't ask for something you're not ready for. I, I love the saying of what you bring to the table. 
And I made a post one day. I was like, please don't ask me what I bring to the table if you are sitting at a folding tray. <laughs> okay, so if you old school, see, new school folks might not know what a folding tray is, but that's one of those little, we used to put them up way in front of the TV so you could eat and, and watch TV. It's like a little makeshift table. But it was, it only, it only had the capacity to feed one person. You couldn't put a meal for two on this tray. And some people bring themselves into relationships with the capacity to only love themselves or only to do things that benefit themselves. It could be a business relationship and you're only looking at it from the perspective of how can I use this connection to be successful or to launch me to a platform where more people see me and I can grow in whatever stats I want to grow in. So we we can't have that folding tray mentality. So if you want people to bring something to the table, you have to have a table. And here's what I love about life, universe, God, whatever, you, whatever name you want to give it, right? Because I just feel like this. Sometimes you have a table and it's nothing on it because the table is all you have at the moment. And that's fine because that God will prepare a table for you. And sometimes it will be in the presence of your enemies. It'd be in the presence of people that say they're going to support you and really don't. Right. It's say people that they want to be a part of this. They want to help you grow. They want to help you reach certain places, but only if it benefits them. So sometimes we get to places where all we really have to offer is a table. But as long as I have something to offer and I'm always in that state of, hey, I'm ready. So if, if, if my ready is just a table, then my ready is just a table. But my ready is not going to be a folding table. It's going to be old knowledge. And I haven't refreshed times have changed and culture has shifted. But I'm still functioning on old ways, old traditions, old patterns. You know, so we have to get into that point where we're committed to it. And we're committed to it because we really want it. Now, to just kind of like wrap things up, we talked about fear. I I have personally fought fear before. And I'm a really big believer that sometimes fear does not go away. It kind of just kind of permeates the action, but I'm real big on being bold and being courageous and really using that courageous spirit to overcome the spirit of fear. So how would you empower people to really step into the courageous mindset? I would say we should change fear and how we think about it. Now, instead of saying when, when you're facing something, fear, let fear become drive in the fact of saying, okay, this is fear is basically that thing that causes you to pause. Right. Agreed. Instead of saying fear, say, okay, this is a drive for me because the fear should fuel you to overcome whatever it is. Fear is just that assessment. Fear should now not be a stopping agent, but a assessing agent. As soon as that fear, say, instead of saying fear, like, assessment pause fear is no longer fear it's just a pause and i pause and i think it's a selah moment selah and that just means just think about it as it is in the bible 
So anytime we say fear in a person that is driven and on the course of where they're supposed to be, just take it, just envision in your hand the Twix commercial, in your head the Twix commercial when they're going through something and it's just a pause and you're like, man, what am I supposed to do? But so that's that pause. What am I supposed to do? Because that's just triggering something in you. And fear is added to, let me add that to what you were saying about the folding tray. At the folding tray, you can be great because that is a level because yesterday, all you had was a paper towel. You had finger food. You didn't even, you didn't even have oh, a paper. <laughs> you eating off the napkin. And so you, you good. Make the best meal you can out that napkin. Then you leveled up to a folding tray. But you have to realize, don't be talking to people at the table and inviting people to your folding tray because that's not for them. That is just for you now to put your food on the table. Now your hands are free for you to put them to other stuff while you still have this. And then you graduate and you want to get to the point to where you are offering the table because the table is your gift. Success is a potluck. I give you the table based on the meal that's supposed to be the theme of the meal. I provided you the table, the theme, and therefore other people are bringing in and we create a meal, but the table is mine. The venue is mine. So therefore it is still your vision, but we can't allow fear to interrupt that. We can't allow fear to say, okay, I'm leveling up. Am I, am I ready for this? Am I, am I not able to do this? You have to be like, no, because the thing about it is if you don't provide the table, somebody else will. Because if God placed something in the earth for it to happen, he gave it to you for you to do it based on a particular time frame. If you do right. not do it, that other person right next to you, they're going to put their table out there and then you're going to bring your table and be like, no, nah, we good. We already found a venue. We already found a place. And now you're going to be stuck and you may have to go back <laughs> to your paper towel. You eating hot wings off the paper towel again when you were called to be doing something else. But we allowed that fear to stop us. Me, if I would have stayed stuck in fear, I would still be that dude just on the side of the stage providing sound for other people's greatness. Because if you are not empowering your greatness, unless you're just sitting at the house doing nothing, then you are empowering someone else to be great. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. However, you are stunting your own growth. And based on COVID, if I wouldn't have stepped out into something else and when all live events were canceled, I'd have been out of there. I'd have been out of there. I would have had nothing to do and I'd have just been a person and an attendee. So that's why I say replace fear with a pause. Fear is now just a pause in life for you to assess what it is you need to do to push forward. I agree. Those are two two terms that we should just kind of rename fear and failure, right? The two Fs. Um, I, I love looking at fear as just, okay, this is just my my brain's way of saying, hey, you're about to step into something that you've never done. It's just a challenge, you know? And it's not a moment to stop and stay. It's just a moment to pause because you can use that, like you said, as an assessment. You may want to make sure you have all your ducks in the row or you 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 have the what you need for the goal to actually be actualized right to materialize so it is a good place to pause but not to stop and stay 
and a lot of a lot of us have been stuck and you know just miserable you're unhappy and you're you feel unfulfilled and it's mostly because you aren't accepting the invitations that life is giving you and if you're listening to this now and you know you feel in some kind of way something inside of you is like nudging you i always say purpose is persistent no matter what your purpose like we all have different assignments we're all called to do different things no assignment is greater or less than the other even if someone has more influence than you it does not mean that you're not influential we're all influential when we activate the assignments and walk them out whether it's one person or one million one thousand or one hundred as long as you are walking out your god-given potential god-given purpose assignment and if you don't know what it is is normally the thing like um gabriel was speaking earlier today the thing that bothers you what do you what kind of change do you want to see right my company is called women empowering change um because i know that change in the community starts with changing at home and a change at home meaning that each person in that household is really making a conscious effort to be a good person and when i say a good person i'm just saying like overall you're meeting the challenges you're doing what you think is right what you know is right to do you're trying to live an honest life a healthy life you're you know you have good motives you balance your perspectives and not to say you won't have um i was talking to my little son i said good people do bad things all the time you know but it's all about that self-improvement like are we really leveling up like are we really digging out our fullest potential right now gabriel if you had one thing you could say to encourage um the listeners on mixed talk radio what would you say to them one thing to encourage i would say don't stop stop stopping first thing is let go of being a victim and stop stopping once we stop being a victim, we take on responsibility for the things that happen in our life or rather how we respond to the things that happen in our life. Right. And we will begin to say, see clearly what we're supposed to be doing. And once we find out what we're supposed to be doing, stop stopping, continue to push because it's not going to be easy. It may not, ha it's not going to happen overnight. And let me not say that because it might in this new internet age and things, people are dude was riding a skateboard drinking ocean spray the next day he on a commercial with snoop right <laughs> i was like so it can happen however we just have to stick with it we just have to stick with it right. focus and discipline if you if you don't change anything else in this time discipline because if you are disciplined in whatever you do it will cause you to be focused it will cause you to be committed and remember again the example earlier when you're talking about when your vocation is something better looking by they committed to your wife, they committed to your husband. Just side note. <laughs> and I was thinking, it's probably terrible. But when you said don't stop, I was like, get it, get it. Because <laughs> it, it it applies. We want you to go get it. We really want you to level up. So thank you guys for listen, listening to Let's Talk Life XL on Mixed Talk Radio. You can catch us next week at 1 o'clock Central Standard Time. Just a shout out to Mixed Talk Radio. 
I'm very proud of the success we're having. We actually have to say Central Standard Time now because we are airing globally 24 hours a day. So thank you to all of our new listeners out there tuning in from all over the world. We hope that the shows today are impactful and coming up, we have different shows coming up after me today. So you guys stay tuned to Mixed Talk Radio. You can find us at www.mixedtalkmedia.org. Gabriel, how can we connect with you on social media or any kind of platform that you have available for us? All right. If you want to connect with me, you can connect with me on my website. That's www.gabrielharrell.com. You can also reach me on the following social media platforms, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram at thegabrielharrell.com. I had to do that because you sounded so good when you were saying your thing. It was like, I was like, man, I can't just get on here. So I had to go into my broadcaster voice, you know, to help to go into that because you spoke about up. We're Yes, I had to stay at Central Standard Time because we everywhere, y'all. We are. Hey, y'all. See, you just showed the level up right there. Right now, we were just in one time zone. Now you in time zones. Yes, and it's all because, you know, just stepped out there. And, you know, I always like to give advice from a place of experience. So anything I talk about on the show is really because I either struggled with it and just don't want someone else to have as much of a struggle because we all have our personal struggles. But if I could help in any way, you know, curtail the tears or, you know, make the wrestling maybe one round instead of nine, you know, because I go all, all rounds, you know, sometimes with some of the dreams and the goals. But it's it's always easier said than done. And, you know, we get on here and we have these platforms and we're telling you what you can do and how to do it and when you should do it and why you should do it. But at the end of the day, it's really a personal thing and it takes time. Thank you for tuning in to the Level Up series, Be Great. This episode was sponsored by GabrielHorrell.com. As always, please leave me a review and let me know if anything from our conversation caught your attention. Bye, y'all.